I'm just going to tell you right now. I believe the greatest indicator or impact on life and dare I say mental health. One of the greatest is your ability to communicate. And I'm not just talking about communicating with other people. I mean your ability to communicate with you. Well, hello and welcome back to another week here on The Mentality of Success. As you can tell, I am very excited and I feel like I'm getting better at this, man. I feel like my uh, podcasting muscles are getting stronger and stronger as we get closer to episode 100. And I got to figure out what I want to do for episode 100, actually. I haven't really thought a lot a lot about it, but I need to do something because that would be 100 weeks of consecutive episodes. And if my math is somewhere in the neighborhood of right, we'll be around two years, y'all. Two years. Uh, they say that's when podcasts really start to take <laughs> wind. So hopefully around that point, we'll start to spread out. A little bit more, which is a great segue. I told you I'm getting better at this. A great segue to encouraging all of you to share this podcast. Share it. Go knock on someone's door. Have the picture of the podcast on your phone. Just show it to them. And don't say nothing. Just turn around and walk away. All right? (laughs) That is number one on the list of the most ineffective marketing strategies. All right? I'm I'm joking. Please don't don't go knock on nobody's nobody's house, please. I don't want to see my picture on the news, or anybody um give me flack for encouraging this nonsense. But it is for my own entertainment. All right. If you're a first time listener and you've made it past that nonsense, then congratulations because now I can actually tell you what this podcast is supposed to be about. All right. So this podcast is really conversations kind of in a coaching style, really around helping you and I grow. Because if we can grow in our personal growth, like this is really geared towards personal development. Because if we can do that, I believe you will get that much closer to experiencing the life you were created to live. Um, And for more on the mentality of success, if you hadn't found out, there's a book about it uh, written by yours truly. Go ahead and check that out if you'd like. Um... But yeah, welcome to the podcast. And for my day one riders or day two or or what day are we on now? Whatever today is, if you just got here, I want to also say thank you to you for constantly supporting this podcast. It really means a lot. And that's why I take time every episode to uh, say thank you. All right. Now, for this week, this has been a fun week. And I'm going to jump right into our, our topic for today because it's... um. It might go a little longer than what I don't want to go long, really. So I feel I feel like the quicker I get into it, then I'll have to I won't have to apologize later <laughs> when I'm hitting up against my, my clock here. But this week I um 
I was reading some very interesting things. And I love like some of the, I love like when a, a topic can get reframed in a new way. And the topic I'm talking about here, I'm not trying to leave everybody on a, um, what do you call it? A cliffhanger. I'm talking about communication. So this week I was reading and I came across just this beautiful, beautiful analogy of the power of communication and the impact of communication. And I think it's something we all can take from because I, I surely took from it. And, you know, at some point throughout this conversation, I'm going to tell you exactly where I failed because of, believe me, you, there are failures. And that's sometimes I feel like a little bit embarrassed because I, I coach and train communication. And yet still, it's such a challenging topic. And it requires a, an immense amount of intentionality um, that I see. And I'm, I am humbled every day um, by some of the growing pains that I still need to overcome. All right. So let's jump into this. These are called the four tongues. The four tongues. Now, I promise you we're not going to get all psychedelic and go into some you know, strange land. I, I promise you this is nothing more than an analogy. But before I get to the analogy, I want to kind of help you with the context of um, the story or the the purpose, the why behind this. And so if you have you ever been someone that has struggled with your internal dialogue? Because when we talk about communication, the first thing that a lot of people think of is their interpersonal like their external communication. And there is a, there is some literature and voices and, and talks around our internal dialogue. So it's not, you know, non-existent, but I don't think we give it enough attention. And so I want you to know these four tongues that we're going to talk about today, they aren't around communicating with other people. We can I'm going to touch on both sides, but I'm going to really emphasize the internal the internal so are you ready to hear about the four tongues here they are right the four tongues and again we're talking communication here on the mentality of success number one let's go through all four the first is the controlled tongue the second is the caring tongue the third is the conniving tongue i've heard that word in a while and the fourth is the careless tongue. Those are the four tongues, all right? So we got controlled, caring, conniving, and then we have careless. Did I say careless the last time? Maybe I said caring again. If I did, I apologize. The last one is called the careless tongue. And these four, these four, I would say communication probably affects more people than any other action we take and I'm gonna read I'm reading this from this is an excerpt from the reading that I want you all to hear it is not surprising then to find that this is a proverb it gives special attention to words and how they are used these are four common speech patterns and that they are described in this proverb and the first two should be copied so the first two of the Caring and the controlled tongue, those are the, po the positive side. That's where the light is. Those should be copied 
And the last two should be avoided at all costs. I'm adding that part in there because I've seen the impact. But let's jump into these a little bit deeper, all right? And let's start from, maybe we'll take one from the bottom and then one from, let's start from the middle, actually. Let's do that. I want to start with the caring tongue. Let's go positive first. I feel positive today. Can you hear to my voice? The caring tongue. I'm going to read this excerpt to you from, from um, the description on this one. It says, those with this speech pattern, those with this speech pattern speak truthfully while seeking to encourage. I hope you feel like you get a caring tongue here on the mentality of success and that that didn't just sound weird the way I, I worded that. <laughs> I hope you feel like somebody cares enough to encourage you. And that's why this podcast has been effective, because this is the speech pattern that you will see I use a lot on this podcast. And I want you, as we go through all four of these, nobody else is watching. Nobody, nobody can hear your internal truth, or I don't want to say that, your internal kind of verdict on what's true and what's not. But I want you to measure yourself against these four, okay? So the first was the carrying tongue. And I want you to think about someone in your life who you've experienced this speech pattern with. Someone that every time they open their mouth, their speech pattern is to speak truth. And, and by speaking truth, I don't mean, I'm not, this isn't the type of truth you hear people say, well, I'm just being honest. But yeah, you're also being a jerk. And I got my hands can be raised because I can do that. If I get too worked up, I will be the truthful jerk. You know, primarily at home. I have to work on that because my wife, I can be, you know, unfiltered. And sometimes I have to remember, like, her personality, her behavioral style is not conducive to how I like. Sometimes I, just, I want a straight shot. Like, tell me. I don't want to. Don't beat around the bush. But, but that's not. I'm digressing. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's not how she likes to be communicated to. But my whole point is the caring tongue is a very, very. It's a builder. It's a very, very delightful and encouraging speech pattern and think about somebody in your life that demonstrates this speech pattern how they make you feel i'll tell you all because you all you know i give you the unfiltered you know authentic transparent truth this morning man i was driving to go get a haircut and last week or so, I don't know what it is, if it's Mother's Day or whatever, man, but my, my late grandmother who died in 2016 from a gallbladder can cancer. God, I hate cancer. But she passed away. And this morning I was just reflecting. I had a song on that I used for my wife's, uh, to honor her on Mother's Day. But this time I was listening to it, you know, from my perspective, not my son's perspective. And I'm just thinking about, man, what would I give to be able to call my grandmother right now and just tell her, you know, of course, tell her I love her, but also be able to tell her where I'm at right now in life, what, what I'm going through, you know, what, what's kind of stressing me out. Because she had this gift of the caring tongue. Whenever I would call her, just the moment she would pick up the phone and I try to I try to do this intentionally with my son. When I see him when he comes home, I try to greet him with a higher pitch of excitement in my voice. And I'm not always great at this. Um, 
But I do this because I remember what it felt like. And we can break this down so many ways, y'all. Because your caring tongue can be, it can be displayed on your face, in the tone of your voice. And I remember my grandmother, man, I, anytime I had an, an issue, I would call her. And it, and it just felt like not only was she wise, but she had a caring tongue that left me feeling very encouraged. Cat dog, I'm, I went long on that one. I said I, I, said I was going to get out of here on time today. My goodness. So that's the caring tongue. Okay, now let's contrast that one with the next one, which I just love this word. Even this, maybe it's the, <laughs> maybe it's the evil, the little speck of evilness in my mind of, of when I read this word. But it's like the conniving tongue. It just sounds like a villain who I might want to be for a day. But then when you read the description, you realize none of us want to be the conniving tongue, I, even though I do like that word. But listen to this, the conniving tongue. Those with this speech pattern, again, we are measuring which one of these we tend to fluctuate in and out of at the highest. The person with this speech pattern, they are filled with wrong motives, gossip, slander, and a desire to twist the truth. I'm going to repeat that. The person with this speech pattern are filled with wrong motives, gossip, slander, and a desire to twist the truth. Tell me if you ever met someone with the conniving tongue and you could stand being around them longer than an hour. You, some of you are saying, Josh, an hour is an eternity. I can't be around them for 10 seconds. That's me. If you have a conniving tongue, stay far away from me. In my, and in my personal life, this is probably the one that I get the most annoyed with. Because anybody that knows me knows I cannot stand drama. Whether it's of the, uh, the gossip variety, whether it's of the slander variety, or whether it's just, you know, a desire to, to twist truth because you feel a certain way. I cannot stand it. And I want you to think about if you know anybody like this, or maybe you are this person, there's no shade. But there is an impact. And I want you to think about the impact that this tongue has had on your life. This speech pattern. It never leaves any sense of joy, any sense of peace, anything good. Never comes from the conniving tongue. That is the, the person you want to avoid. Because they always have something, some gossip. Or some, you know, something. And, and honestly, a lot of our entertainment is built off of this tongue. I'm not going to go into all that, but just think about it. We see mental health is at an all-time challenge. And the greatest communication pattern that we can find on our TV and in our music is the conniving tongue. On our social media, just go sift through somebody's comments. And there's a conniving tongue somewhere in there. I'm not trying to be funny, but I guarantee you this tongue will be in hell. <laughs> okay, maybe I shouldn't have said that. All right. So that's the conniving tongue. I have a I, I like the word, but I have a real disdain for the actual pattern. I'm gonna get through these other two in five minutes. Okay, let's see if we can do this. Are y'all enjoying this? Even though I can't hear your response, I hope you are. I'm having fun today. 
All right, this next one. I'm going to do another negative one. Let's go with the careless tongue. The careless tongue. I'm going to read this excerpt to you first. It says, those with this speech pattern are filled with lies, curses, quick-tempered, or quick-tempered words, I'm sorry, which can lead to rebellion and destruction. I'm going to read that one more time. This speech pattern, or people with this speech pattern, are filled with lies, curses, quick-tempered words, which can lead to rebellion and destruction. Now, let me have a real honest moment with you right now. This, unfortunately, is the, is the speech pattern that I am most challenged with. Now, we read through these and we may think, well, Josh, you don't, spike, you don't uh, strike me as someone who lies. Well, that's true. I don't struggle with that portion. Or curses. And that's not just like curse words. I mean like cursing someone. You know, like speaking against their identity and, their, and who they are and their future. Well, yeah, you'd be, you would be right. I don't struggle with that portion. But when it comes to quick-tempered words, that right there, I've learned over, especially over the last five years, and this isn't something that's like a daily thing, but I've learned I am the worst version of me as a communicator is the careless tongue. Because it's hard for me to care, you know, period, about, you know, certain things that certain, and let me give you a good example so you understand what I'm saying here. Like a lot of these rules in society that are unfounded, and aren't rooted in anything of substance. Like I, I could care less about. I, I walk sometimes. I'll go out in certain things, and I'll be like, "Why are you wearing that?" And I'm like, "Yes, I don't care. I do not care. I, I would let my wife dress me every day if I didn't think she just wanted to be like some romantic cuteness all the time." But like I, I struggle, and when I get to a point where I'm stressed out, and I've been patient for an extended period of time. I've learned this. I tend to use quick-tempered words. And you better believe they can lead to destruction. You better believe. I've gotten a lot better at it in my more mature, and you know, as I've grown and matured. But I'm looking over my life, and even to, to today, I have to guard against this. Because it will, all you have to do is bring drama to my door, and, and I, am, I am tempted to unleash the careless tongue. I am I am tempted, as they say, to rip a new one. And that's not something to be proud of. I'm telling you that because I know some of you can relate as well. Where you have a careless tongue and you allow yourself to, to destroy when you don't have to destroy. When you don't have to cause rebellion. And what's that piece about causing rebellion? How do you cause rebellion? Well, and I said I was going to talk about these on the internal, and I didn't get to any of the internal stuff today. <laughs> that is so me. Okay, how back to rebellion piece. How do you get to these on the rebellion side? Think about this. Anything you, you speak carelessly or quick-tempered to destroy someone can push them further away from their potential. from embracing their value. It attacks their self-belief. It attacks their self-image. And since I, I, I struggled to 
cover this today. I want to talk about that on the side of the internal. Think about the from the internal perspective. We hit these last two internally. Your communication with yourself can lead to rebellion. Because if you are peddling or cycling any lies that are against the greatness that you have inside of you that you were meant for, you are being careless with your speech patterns internally. And that internal carelessness can cost you your future because it will cause the true you to rebel against what you were meant and put here to do and to rebel against the success that I always remind you every week is your destiny. So I made a lot of jokes and, you know, made this lighthearted because I don't want it to be something, you know, overkill in strongness or, or in um, seriousness, I meant, not strongness. That's, I don't even know if that's a word. But I do want to impress on you with this portion. We got to work on this internal tongue thing. For some of you listening, your internal speech patterns are holding you back. They are holding you back from greatness. And when I say greatness, don't think it doesn't have to be something big that involves a lot of people. Greatness can be looking in the mirror and seeing someone who is beautifully and wonderfully made and has service to go out into the world and contribute and distribute. And I get I get a little tight about this, if you can't tell, because I, I hate to me that is the. The careless and the, and the conniving tongue that 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 is evil at its core. So let's be careful with that. Here's the last one. And I'm going to get on out of here. The controlled tongue. And this is the one that I am for the last months, years I've been I've been working on. And that and here's the quick excerpt on this one. Those with this speech pattern. Think before speaking. They know when silence is best and give wise advice. Now, this is a pattern worth practicing. And since I hit the first two externally, I'm going to hit this one only on the internal side. Because I want you to think about the portion where it talks about silence. Sometimes the reason why it's hard to control that conniving or careless tongue is because we don't make time for silence in our internal dialogue. Time to just shut up and not say anything, but to receive. And here's the key, and here's how all this ties to your mental health. Early this morning, I got up at like 2.45 because I was tossing and turning. I couldn't sleep because there's so many things on my mind that I want to do, I want to accomplish, and I was kind of getting a little stressed out. And I woke up just kind of heavy, man. Just heavy. I felt like, how am I going to figure all this out? Does anybody really care about this, you know, some of the work that's happening on the business side? And I, I woke up heavy. But you know what I did? I came downstairs. I got into my office. And I got into a, a space of silence. Of silence. Because I wanted to make room for a caring tongue for a more controlled tongue beyond mine. And for me, you all know this by now, that is all around my faith in Christ 
and, and getting into my word. And so I got, I, I, I opened my computer and I went to, I keep a list of memory verses for when I'm feeling heavy. And I added to them recently in the first verse. I'm going to read this to you because I want you to see. I want you. I want to tell this story exactly how it went down. The first verse, you know what it said? I'm going to read it to you. It says, so do not fear for I am with you. This is God speaking. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. In other words, don't be stressed out. I got you. It goes on to say, I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Now, I don't care if you believe or not. I'm talking about just what this does for me. And more, furthermore, the importance of not only just making time for silence, a controlled environment, but making time and knowing who you're going to get or allow to fill that space of silence. Because I can tell you, if you can get into a silent space all you want, but if the right speech patterns and tongues aren't filling that space, you're going to leave more heavy, more empty than what you entered in. It's Mental Health Awareness Month. And I promise you, if you apply these things that we're talking about today, if you, if you would really do the work and internally kind of take a, take a look at which one of these speech patterns are most prevalent in your life, you will, you will have the greatest impact on your mental health. You will have the greatest impact on your life. I promise you. So I hope today, I hope you felt like this was more the, the, the caring tongue. I didn't get careless. Uh, you know, even though sometimes I get a little tight and, and, and passionate about this stuff, but it's all out of love and it's all because I care about you and I want to see you win. I want to see you experience the life you were created to live. And that can't happen if we don't control our tongue internally and externally. All right, y'all. Once again, I said I was going to get out early. I'm late. Whatever. I hope it was valuable. I hope you got something out of this. Make sure you share, share, share this one. I think this is one of this is one for the for the books, y'all. I think this one will go down. It's one of the best conversations we've had. Um, but share it. Share it with somebody who needs to hear this. It's Mental Health Awareness Month. You owe it to the people you care about to share this with them because I believe it will add tremendous value. All right. That's all. I've taken up enough of your time this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, remember, I will see you right back here same time, same place next week, reminding you that success is your destiny. <laughs>